AI. Two little letters that have struck fear in so many creatives. Mostly because we look around and we see so many instances where AI is doing things that we once thought could never be done outside of a human creative's work. But now we see all these different examples where AI seems to be able to almost replace the creative element of the human person. And what does that mean for us as Christian creatives? What does that mean for people who believe that we have this innate human gift by God, but yet this computer algorithm, this computer can seemingly do the same thing faster and fool people into thinking that it was done by a person? We're going to talk about that and help you understand the things that are irreplaceable about your creative gift in this episode of the God and Gig Show. Give us just a moment to welcome those of you who are new to God and Gigs, and then we'll get right into this really important conversation. Hello and welcome to our show. Thank you so much for making this podcast a part of your creative day. My name is Alan C. Paul. I'm a creative coach, author, and musician, and we are here to help you transform your creative life from the inside out by solving your temporary creative problems with timeless spiritual principles. And one of those problems that we are facing right now as a really a culture is this rise of AI. Now, I'm going to be very upfront with you right away and say, have I seen the power of AI to help me even in my own career? Yes. So I can't get up here and bash AI without saying first that there is tremendous, tremendous potential in this particular technology to help humans, to help people, to help even creatives, to do the things that God has gifted us to do in a more efficient manner. That cannot be overstated. It can't be glossed over. It can't be just thrown out with, oh, all this stuff is bad for creativity. It's bad for people. It's bad for artists that can see work created by a computer within seconds that doesn't have any human element to it and we're going to be replaced There are benefits to AI. There are benefits to those who are creating these new technologies that will help us live better, get information faster, and even, yes, perhaps create in a more, uh, I guess you could say, streamlined way. However, I want to make sure I remind you, as everyone's going crazy over the writing that AI is doing, the art that AI seemingly is creating, and kind of kind of slow you down a little bit before you start to pull the panic button, push the panic button or pull the alarm and worry that we are going to be replaced by all these algorithms and computers. Now, is it possible that in our wisdom, we think as human beings that we could create machines that seemingly do everything that a person can do, even in a musical, creative, artistic way? I'm not going to say no but I am going to say there is biblical precedent to why this won't work, why human beings and creative life will not be overrun by these machines. And my example goes back to the Tower of Babel, back in Genesis, when technology for whatever it was at that level was at the height and the men and women of that day gathered together to create a technological marvel that would make them be able to reach heaven. And the reason I'm going to this example is because God was very clear in that scripture where he said, if he allowed and these people stayed on one accord, that nothing would be impossible for them. 
However, there was a key issue that I think helps us with AI and helps us in the creative life. God was the one that determined whether they would be able to follow through with that particular goal. God says in his word that he confused their language. He is the one that stepped in and said, this is not a good idea for you guys. You think it's a good idea to create this technological marvel that could reach all the way to heaven, but I know it's not. And I'm going to make sure that I put parameters in place so that you don't do something that will actually be to your own demise. And that's exactly what happened. He confused their language and made sure that they gave up on something that was simply not, number one, should have been impossible and probably was impossible and would have ended up in disaster for them. But number two, really, they didn't understand what they were trying to do. So let's take that to AI and let's talk about creatives and how we actually create and the things that AI cannot do and how God is going to be able to speak through us, even though other means may seem like they can do it. Here's some things that AI cannot do. And here's some things that we know as human beings made in the image of God that we can do. One of those things is initiate. Now, I know some people might get all in the weeds about what computers can actually create and think of and do, but as far as I know, until there's some new technology, there is not a computer alive or alive. That's a funny word to use, right? There's not a computer in life that can initiate something without a human being first putting it into motion. The most sophisticated program still needs a person to initiate it. Creatives, you and I are being given by God the ability to initiate, to start the process And as long as a computer needs a prompt, as long as a computer needs a human being to start the process, it will always be dependent on us. Now, here's the creative side of that, because you might say, okay, well, yeah, but the computer can get the prompt to create this, 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 and it makes it, right? But we are the only ones that actually have the ability to make that first thing. A computer cannot make something in the style of Bob Dylan without Bob Dylan. Someone cannot say computer design something in the style of a Monet without a Monet. All of these things are based on the human element of creation first. We initiate and the computer and the AI can only replicate. And so while we might feel that this is a thin line that we're going, we have to remember that we alone have been given God's power of creation, of initiating the creative act. There's been no other creature, I don't care where you go, whether it be computer or animal or whatever, that initiates the work of art. Only people do that. And while computers might be able to like synthesize and take things apart and put them back together and make them look like they were initiated by the computer, in fact, it was all initiated from our own human creative minds. So you can't replace that. Another thing that can't be replaced by AI is not only the initiation, but the interpretation. And what I mean by that is while a computer and AI can actually take things and put them back together and try to interpret what was said or what was done, only we have the ability to synthesize and take things from our human experiences and interpret them through our lens of creative life. So there's never going to be a computer program that can then say, because I have lived and felt these feelings and done this, Now I can interpret and see the art and then see something else in the art 
because of these different emotions and factors that have gone into it. That is a uniquely human element that we bring to every piece of art we either see or create. So as you create music, it is interpreted in your own human mind. And there's no way for a soul or a spirit to have the same interpretation as something that is simply based on numbers and facts. There's just no way to replicate the human spirit, the soul, and the way that we interpret life in that AI world, no matter how much we try to get close to it. And so the fact that you have an ability to interpret the world and to see it through different eyes each day means that AI can never replace how you see art, how you create art, and how your audience will perceive it. Now, will they see a piece of AI art or maybe hear a piece of AI music and maybe interpret it as, oh, that was beautiful? Sure. But again, remember that art is an exchange of communication. What happens when that person wants to talk to the artist and all they have is a computer? The interpretation stops because the computer cannot then relate back to that person what was the feeling and the intent and the understanding behind the art piece. The conversation ends with the interpretation being stopped. If there's no more dialogue, there's no more interpretation and the art conversation is over. So that's where you can feel comfortable knowing that as long as you are someone that's interpreting with another audience member, what this art means, what's this music mean? What does it feel to you? What does it mean to you? That interpretation stays in a uniquely human area where you don't have to worry about that ever being replaced by a machine. And finally, computers and AI art and all this stuff cannot initiate, they cannot interpret the way a human person can. And finally, they cannot be inspired. Now, I think this one goes without saying, but I think it's good to kind of remind you as a creative that's worried about AI taking over and making everything like a cookie cutter thing where even writing is indistinguishable and things like that. Remember, especially in faith, this is where we have an advantage over anybody that doesn't really quite understand that art is spiritual, that creativity is spiritual. It is a reminder that God births creative life and creative gifts. And no matter how much a computer or an AI program tries to replicate it, it cannot be inspired. It is impossible for a computer or a piece of work or the creation to be inspired by their creator. Only the image of day, the image people that are made in the image of God, right? We are the ones given the spirit of God and given this ability to be inspired, to be birthed and to be breathed into by a living God. And yes, even those who are not those who love God are inspired. They can be inspired by God, even though they don't know him. However, they are enable, unable to continue the conversation because they don't acknowledge where the gift came from. But because you know that there's an inspiration in your creative life, there's an inspiration that comes from outside of yourself, that can never be replaced by AI. Now, why is that important? Because again, the products may seem like they are indistinguishable, but you and I both know that there is a unique area of our creative life that cannot be replicated even when you see it reproduced on a page. Yes, there are lots of Monets. Yes, there are lots of songs that are reproduced every day. But there's something about being in front of the person when they are created. There's something about understanding the live element. There's something about knowing that this is a product of a person 
that is living and breathing out what God has placed in them. And that, my friend, cannot be replaced by AI. So I want you to remember these three eyes, even though I didn't mean to use eyes, I guess AI makes sense, right? The eyes that cannot be replaced by AI, they cannot initiate, they cannot interpret, and they cannot be inspired. So what does that leave us? Is AI still going to be a threat perhaps to your creative field because it can do things faster than you can? Perhaps. But I would counsel you not to get overly worried and not to spend your time worrying about what happens if a certain segment of your um, your niche starts to get taken over or starts to feel like the threat of AI is coming. Continue to lean into those three eyes. Continue to be inspired. Continue to initiate things out of that inspiration and continue to interpret the world through your lens that is gifted to you by God because of your experiences. And you'll see that people will always choose the real over the fake. They will never go for the AI version, the cheap version, even though they may seem like that's the most you know, the easiest way to do it. People eventually seek out the authentic. They seek out the real and they will find you because you are staying true to your word, you're staying true to your calling, you're staying true to your authentic artistic vision, and they'll know. Trust me, they'll know. Because like I just said at the very beginning example, God can step in and make sure that all that crazy stuff that's happening gets a little bit confusing and make sure that those people look for the right thing versus trying to build something that never should have been built in the first place. I hope that encouraged you. I really honestly felt this was like a message that I needed to share with my audience, with you guys, so that you don't spend your time worrying, but instead spend more time creating and doing what God put in your heart. But if you like to use an AI tool every now and again to help you get a little bit of a kickstart, like I've done, used it to make silly first drafts and get some headlines down and figure out some things, don't worry. God's not going to judge you for using AI either for the right reasons. All right, my friends, this has been an amazing talk. Thank you so much for listening and watching. And until next time, continue to become the creative that you were created to be. Thanks for joining me and I'll see you next episode. Thanks for joining us here at the God and Gig Show. Please leave us a review on iTunes, like our Facebook page, or visit GodandGigs.com and tell us what you thought of this show. We'll be back soon. In the meantime, go create something amazing.